0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Punk Till I Die podcast number eight. Eight.
1: Exactly. Right. I am
0: one of your hosts, Tom Trauma, and the other voice you hear in the wilderness is my friend, a brief three hour drive away from me, uh, Liverpool Neil. Say hi, Liverpool. Neil? Hello there.
1: Uh, yeah, Liverpool. I keep uh, doing
0: that. Whenever I try to call you Liverpool Neil, I always have that weird, weird pause after. I just need to call yeah. you neil you know it's like we call each other our full punk names in private right mr trauma yes exactly that's why it's that's why it's so awkward but it, yes it, it's fine you know like, what you
1: can just call me neil it's it's not a problem however you want to do it
0: as we do in our, our everyday life right yeah. so how's it how's it going up there in uh you know <laughs> the northern chicago
1: suburbs oh i can't complain about the weather the weather's gorgeous for this time of year but man i got some kind of throat infection or some kind of problem so if my voice sounds weird that's why it could go well, it could. Go Dude, very I, deep, or it could go very high. So, apologies, I think between, everybody. The British
0: accent the, between the British accent and the and the depth right now. I mean, you are. It's just your it, your voice is about as sexy as it's gonna get. So, Dude, if you think you really you really
1: you really think I still have an accent, I think my voice is just completely all over the place. Yeah, some kind of, accent. The, yeah, some kind of <laughs> accent. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's you have a you have certain British. Uh, you have that kind of pinched British. Thing going to a certain extent, I think. Over the I years, I mean, you don't sound like a you don't sound like you uh, you know you don't sound like Eliza Doolittle or something from hello, like the, hello,
1: from, how are uh, you? My Fair
2: Lady, yeah. exactly.
1: Um, over the, over, the, your drink, uh, over the years, the <laughs> drink, Governor? Over the years, I've had everything from New Zealand to Australia to Boston to well, uh, oh, people think I'm putting it on, so no, I've just well, li- I've we were, just like lived here we for a long boat, time.
0: When we were on the boat, there was people from all over, all different countries, and uh, I actually some people were like oh he's uh, you know that guy's i think he guy's english i'm like no nah, i bet you he's either from south africa or new zealand and i asked the guy he's like oh i'm english I'm like oh i would have guessed south africa he's like i actually am from south africa but i've been living in england for the last 10 years or something it's like man i'm right. getting i'm getting good man Yeah, getting, that is good
2: because south africa those, south africa is a difficult
0: one well it, it, yeah but anyway boy talk about losing track but yeah so so this is our eighth our eighth podcast. And I actually have a couple of thoughts about that because, you know, we've, we've been brainstorming for quite a while before we actually laid anything on digital tape as it were. Right. right. Um, and, uh, my, my big picture goal was like, well, I think we get rolling in, in 2020. And the fact of the matter is by four, 2019 is over. We're going to have at least eight or nine episodes. So I think for once in my 40 something years, we were actually ahead of schedule.
1: Ahead of schedule, and we actually even got our first piece of email. So how about that's that? That's right. Well, it's like we are it, official.
0: Well, and we have a we have a Facebook page now. That's like, in relationship terms, that's what makes things official, right? I, yeah, like I a, guess these Facebook, days, yes. Facebook official, yeah. So, so anybody who's listening right now, if you're if you're a social media person, you should go over to the <laughs> Punk Till I Die podcast and give us a like, and eventually we will put lots of, you know material on there for you hopefully i mean don't expect this to be too entertaining i mean we're not you know
1: yeah well we're not
0: trained monkeys here for your entertainment only
1: yeah so i think it's uh, i I think it's 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 punk till i die podcast because if you just put in punk till i die um an album or something comes up instead uh so it's punk till i die podcast if you put that in your facebook search you should find us
0: i was pretty pleased that when you google punk till i die podcast in general our the podcast does seem to pop right up oh that's good the apple feed of course there's like variations that are very similar there's a young till i die and there's a punk till i puke or something I, I don't know there's different ones so but anyway i i uh i'm very happy with how things are going i you know uh i hope people are listening and like we said when we started if nothing else we get to bs for you know an hour a week at least about about whatever so
1: yeah people get to listen in on our phone calls then right That's exactly so yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so check out check
0: out the facebook and and of course we have our um email address which is punk till i die seventy seven at gmail dot com and we do have an email do you want to, you wanna uh you wanna read that
1: i will i will i will um i will read that right now it says hi Jen. Give it, what's oh. what's
0: the guy's what's a guy's name first name maybe first name only um, matthew
1: oh matthew, matthew. oh matt yep All right so matt has this and he's from london i believe so there you go so ah. he says hi gents i love the show i'm a little younger than neil a bit older than tom so you, i'm still pretty
0: damn old yeah ex- exactly exactly
1: <laughs> um you were talking about my life in music uh, i apologize for my voice everybody <laughs> i could feel it going up and down um <laughs> uh i saw conflict around 82 before any records then at the brixton academy riot in 87 and lots in between the beasties show with run dmc 1987 brixton i am sure you mentioned which i don't think we did but um there we go um lots of motorhead shows hundred club and assorted london experiences with lots of shit bag netsy boneheads demanding your leather jacket so they can wear it to get in maybe you get it back maybe not I recommend Punk's Snot Dead book by Marat as a great and accurate document of the time in London, electrifying and terrifying. If either of you come over to the UK anytime soon, I would love to buy you a beer. Punk till I die, Matt. So thanks, Matt. I we really appreciate getting Thank the email. You, yeah, yeah. And
0: Neil, and Neil might just take you up on that, but you're you're from Northern England. I mean, that's a long way from London, right?
1: Yeah. Um. It's a it's a it's a ways from London. So I don't know if I'll be in London anytime soon. But like uh, probably
0: farther than you're willing to go for a free drink.
1: Yeah. But if Matt goes up to Rebellion next year up in Blackpool, um, I very well might see him so and did, take him up did on you, that. Did you ever go down to London for shows? I don't know if I ever asked you that for shows. No. God. The the only it's times the only times I ever went to London was either on school trips. You know, they okay. take us around the Houses of Parliament and shit like that. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and you'd always try and cop off with another with a girl from another school on the train <laughs> and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah, that was always fun. Um, because you had to go in your school uniform, of course. That was uncool. Oh, you had to wear uniforms at school. Yes, sir. Yeah, in mm. my day, oh yeah. Did you
0: wear the sweet? Were they like the cool like short pants like Angus Young wears?
1: When I was little, um, that was actually oh, a, that was man. that was actually a rite of passage. So in like junior school. Um, up until you were, like, how old would that have been? Up until, like, 10 or 11, you had to wear short pants. And then <laughs> when you went to secondary school, you got to wear long pants. And
0: you got to upgrade to corduroys. Oh, dude.
1: <laughs> and there was always the one poor bastard who went to middle school and was still wearing his short pants, and he would get bullied mercilessly. <laughs> oh, that was brutal.
0: Just brutal. That's, that's funny. You know, I mean, they don't still do that now, do they?
1: Um, in some schools they do. Most Most schools they don't. Or if they do the school uniform now is like a sweatshirt you know that with the school yeah. emblem on us or a like polo a polo shirt. like yeah, most of exactly. the kids i see
0: wearing well, there's a few few charter schools and stuff around here that where that have them, but yeah they just yeah. dress like just, just are just like standard nerds not like exceptionally nerdy nerds
1: yeah but i was uh, you know in my day it was the full-on thing it was like like the the, the black or gray pants and like a shirt and tie and the blazer oh, yeah. and uh shit when i was little we even had a school cap so it was like the nineteen. It was like <laughs> so you the... really were,
0: you really were a little Angus Young.
1: what? Totally, it was like the nineteen forties. Never happened, you know. And it's so well, funny. You should, oh, we you
0: should put that picture up on the on the Facebook so people could see
1: you, dude. Uh, well, I've got to, oh man, yeah, I've got some <laughs> ugly pictures from back then. But I tell you what, it didn't matter what the weather was like either. It could have been snowing yeah, were outside. Short. Oh, oh yeah, it, yeah, because it gets cold. Yep, we'd still we'd still be in shorts even in the snow. Yep. I see the kids doing
0: that here all the time. These like middle school age kids, they wear shorts year round. I mean, it's crazy. It, it, what it really shows is that the kids never had to be outside. They literally go from mom's car, or whatever, right to the school, and there's never any chance of having to be outside. That, yeah,
1: man. yeah, not. I remember when to... I was
0: like in high school, I wouldn't wear a hat because I don't want to mess, mess up my hair. Which I know you would find ironic because you have, you've never known me to have a stitch of hair. No, but. Not at all. Uh, but even you know that was being tough, not let alone wearing shorts.
1: What kind of? Oh, a hat. Oh, I see what you're saying. You mean in the winter you would like, wear like, like a knit cap or something? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I, don't gotcha. Mess with my yeah. Hair. I was like, why would you be? what you a top hat to school or something? What were you talking? Although although I, I haven't
0: haven't had hair for years, really any hair for years. When I was younger, I had mops and mops of it. It's almost like I used up my allotment by the time I was in my mid twenties. Is
1: that when you were in, in the metal years?
0: Yeah, it it was, but you know, like I said, I always joke about the fact that I've been dressing like joey Ramon since I was in middle school. Basically, black leather jacket, tight jeans, t-shirt. You know, that's still more or less how I how I dress. But I I had long hair.
1: Now now, did you have a um? Did you have an expensive leather jacket or did you have some kind of cheaper one?
0: You know, a shot or something. I didn't have like a what's the what's the shot shot the shot. See, that's not the one I'm thinking of. There's an American one that people love that are really expensive well i got it from i got it from wilson's it was probably chinese or something
1: well the the, the shot perfecto is the one that the ramones the handmade in new york and that's the one the really? Ramones used to wear I yeah. For that. Yeah. yeah so that's s-c-h-o-t-t shot like, um the perfecto shot. was like that's like seven eight hundred dollars new something like that huh yeah
0: no mine was from wilson's it was like 200 bucks Wilson's. <laughs> but i worked for years yeah. wilson's like the leather store yeah in the yeah, mall.
1: yeah yeah i know, yeah. <laughs> I know but
0: i mean it was just the standard black motorcycle jacket yeah. it wasn't but it was tough and it was heavy. Yeah, the thing must have weighed like eight pounds.
1: Yeah, it was funny. I was I always found it interesting between um, the American ones, which normally had a black lining, right? Yep. And the ones you get in England had a red lining. And, yeah, um,
0: I, I know so too. And you can buy those now too, but they're like they try to sell them almost exclusively to punks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and I can remember at the the last time I saw the Clash, that would have been like eighties. Three eighty-four, something like that. I saw him in Bradford, and uh, sweated so much in that leather jacket—the red lining, all like rotted out all of my t-shirt. It was amazing. I was like on all of my arms and stuff. I was like completely <laughs> red by the time that the show was done. <laughs> that jacket is long gone. That jacket is long gone. And then we—is that t- the one you show? Are you are you? They are painted. You showed me a picture the other day. Yep, yep. That okay. was the one. Yeah. Um, and then we had to sleep overnight at the Bradford bus depot, and we were like sweaty than hell. So there's nothing. There's nothing like having a a good sweat on, and then sleeping overnight in the cold. It's, oh uh, yeah, yes. that's that's awesome. Get that little film
0: of ice. Yeah, I I I was saying I still have mine, but the liner got all ripped up. So eventually, I took the liner out, and then I cut the sleeves off. So it's
2: oh. so I have this.
0: It's like still super heavy and super rigid. I mean, I got my money's worth of the thing. It's tough as hell, but I don't really, uh, I don't really wear it. Yeah, M- Mrs. Trauma's not super down with the sleeveless, the sleeveless leather vest. Leather <laughs> no, like I, I do have a denim vest that I wear to shows. It's got about fifty million patches on it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, it, it's I only wear that to only really only wear it to like like the punkest of punk shows, you know.
1: Ooh. Yeah, right. It's sort of like
0: a it's sort of like a costume. I under, you know, I sort of I sort of admit that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. Just yeah. Like, wear my punk costume. I got my grave vest with my fifty thousand patches. And I like I bought some of those like screw on spikes from like Angry Young and Poor and put a bunch of spikes on and stuff. Wow, look at you. Yeah. Well, it's a hobby, you know. Watching TV, you're bored, you just put some more spikes on your vest. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Order them by the hundred, you know.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: what the heck else are we gonna talk about? So so yeah, so we got so yeah, get a hold of us guys if you feel if you feel like you want to say something to us so the email like i said town i die seventy seven at gmail dot com and uh yeah Punk till I die mm-hmm. podcast facebook and and i I think we will try to put some you know regular updates on the facebook maybe uh, some of our reviews and things like that and maybe if we get really ambitious some links to some of the the music we play. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right, and, like, photos from gigs that we've been to and stuff like that. You know, and, hey, people can submit whatever they want themselves, too, if they like the page and stuff. Hey,
0: I, I suck at taking pictures at gigs. A, I, I, it's obnoxious to a certain extent, and uh, I just – I don't know if my phone doesn't have a good enough camera or I don't get close enough or what, but I, I the amount of good pictures I get at shows I, – because I always – You know, you can kind of put them in the comment section at the end of your reviews. I used to try to do that in my punk news reviews, like put the right, you know, put a couple pictures, but I rarely get anything good. So now I kind of forget about it. Um, And I see these people, and I don't know if we've talked about this, that just sit there and tape the whole show. I dude, I
1: I agree like, with what you, are you completely.
0: Doing? Like it, you're going to want you're going enjoy it more when you watch it later on your phone, which you never will do, or just stand there and
1: watch the show and actually try to take it in. It is the most obnoxious thing. Now, I mean, I do take, I do take normally a couple of photos at a show, normally at the beginning sure. of the set, the end, I'll put my phone up, take a couple of pictures and then put it down because I'm very aware of people behind me and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But last week just um oh, excuse me. Last week at the, uh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> At the, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, he's, he's a 50-something-year-old man going through puberty, folks. Give, cut <laughs> him a little slack, would you?
1: At the true Truda <laughs> Show, there was a guy in front of us who – and he was a shorter guy too, so he had to have his arms up the whole time. And he recorded the whole damn show. And it's like, and you then, know, but when, you're never going to watch it, right? Right. Well, unless you're the manager of the band or something, that would be the only reason I could <laughs> or,
0: think of to might, do it. And you might show, you know, okay, you want to so, say, hey, check out this cool show I go to. Maybe you show three minutes or something, exactly. Because there's nothing worse than somebody wants you to watch something on their phone for too long, and yeah. you sort of have to stand shoulder to shoulder. Yep. And uh, you know, I, you know yeah, it's that's, worse than that's it's great. worse than the punk rock worse okay. than
1: the punk rock bro hug. Yeah, you're like can I can I leave now? Yeah, I've seen 2 minutes, that's <laughs> it's, good.
0: That's it's good. you know what it is? It's the modern like and my, my parents didn't really have these type of friends, but I knew there were people like this who were like, "Hey, we're going to bring over our slides from our family vacation to Colorado."
1: Oh my god, you had that too? Yeah, we had we had, yeah, so we had family friends. Like yeah.
0: So you had to stand there breathing on each other's necks watching watching the phone. It might might almost be worse cuz everybody has it, you know.
1: Yeah, we had family the slide
0: projector was a, you know, a middle class luxury.
1: Oh, it totally was, and we had friends who did exactly that same thing, and um, we couldn't afford to go on holidays to Europe, but they would go to, like, France every year, and then they'd come okay. over, and it was, like, the big event, right? Your, your lower middle-class yep. faces. Yeah, all the curtains would be drawn and stuff, and they'd all be drinking and stuff and showing us a thousand slides upside down of, you know, the way they went on the Algarve <laughs> or whatever the it was, you know?
0: Yeah, we, when I, we didn't take a lot of vacations when I was a kid, either, my... Uh... We, I I did most of my growing up in Wisconsin and my family was here in the Grand Rapids area and we were kind of Milwaukee-ish, but not exactly. We were north of Milwaukee, but, um, so our vacations were just driving back and forth. The funny I mentioned, I've been, I've been through Chicago like 5 billion times. I mean, that was our vacation for years and years and years. And when we got a little older, we were able to start taking a little bit of vacation, but they were austerity vacations, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Like one, like one meal a day at a, at a buffet.
1: Yeah, we would do that too. Sam we would. The of the time. I mean, this 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 probably sounds a bit more romantic, but yeah, because we would um we would drive to Wales because Liverpool. I mean, um, I'm a small town. I'm from a suburb of Liverpool. Um, okay. we're only <laughs> shit. We're only like a half hour outside of Wales, and really? so and so we would um. You could do a different country in a half hour. Man, it takes me three hours. Exactly. So we would we would uh, we would drive two hours and go to the coast in Wales or something and be there for like a week or two. But um, that, like on the ocean uh yeah on the uh yeah in the, on the, the summer, summer
0: it's like 72 right
1: it, dude it some of those photos oh my god the photos of us in the early 70s and it would be so windy they'd have to have what's called a windbreak which is basically just like a big thing of material that you would like with like things you'd Um, hammer it's like the the ocean the ocean's 57 degrees let's go swim exactly (laughs) we look so miserable you know that's
0: like lake Lake michigan can be that way too like usually by july it gets pretty warm but you know we have beautiful beaches here in michigan but it's like uh man june it's cold
1: yeah i mean this is absolutely nothing to do with punk rock but i can remember this is a funny story um (laughs) some of the people you'd meet on vacation right and you'd meet them on vacation they're fun you probably did this on the boat last week you meet them they're fun you know you 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 exchange details or Something. oh yeah, yeah and uh but we had this one time this couple actually ended up coming to our house that we'd met um on a, on a vacation
0: like and, uh, your parent like your when you were living with your parents
1: yeah 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 i mean i was little and so yeah. my mom and dad must have said to them, "Oh, if you're ever in the na- you know if you're ever in the area, just drop in sometime, yeah. you know, kind of thing." And they did, and they stayed for like three hours, and they were horrendously boring. And the, <laughs> and the guy and the guy made his own board games, and he sat there and made us play these board <laughs> games with him for like three hours. It was like a nightmare. <laughs> that's, hell. that's
0: very punk rock. Right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we're talking yeah, like
1: seventy two here or something. We here. had that uh, when we were
0: just on vacation recently. We met this met these older people from Biloxi. And they're like, yeah, hey, if you're ever in, you know, you're ever in town, you have to stop by. You know, I'll give you our email. I'm just like, That's it. we're not doing that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's very nice. You just show up
1: on the doorstep one
0: day. Yeah, hey, we're here. Yeah, it's it just, it's just, you know. But it's fun, you know. I don't, how did people do any, you know? And now, we've had the internet for so long now. Like, you know, even me, I'm a late adapter, but I've been using the internet for everything for 15 years. It's just like, how do we do anything before the internet? How did you go on vacation? How did you keep in keep in touch with people? You know. But you're talking about writing letters to bands and stuff. Now it's like you just reach out with Facebook. You know, I, I have it's amazing you you can develop all kinds of you know small crazy friendships I don't know
1: you our can. kids will never know the yeah. struggle dude no it's no it's 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 true but it was there was something about um. see bands aren't mysterious anymore like you know everything you need to know yeah. about them within five minutes right yeah. but uh, back then man bands could be you know wow you don't know, see them like once a week or maybe once a month or something in the music press there might be, used to be a small blurb and for, um, for the
0: punk bands you wouldn't even have any idea what they look like right you know, they come to your town and you'd be like, Oh, they're getting up playing their guitars now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. So yeah, it looks like you were talking about the weather. It looks like we're going to have like a mid forties Christmas.
1: Yeah. It's gorgeous. looks like we're going
0: to have a a green Christmas and, uh, that's coming up really quick here. Only a few days. What, uh, what does the uh, what's Christmas look like in the
1: uh, Liverpool Neal house? I'm just hoping that this uh, cold or whatever the hell I've got yeah. goes away by then. But uh, no, I'll be seeing my uh, I'll be I'll be seeing some immediate family and stuff, and just doing family stuff on Christmas. I mean, normally, because um, it almost was like an English tradition where you'd go to the pub on Christmas Day. So, and I think that really? was yeah, that was one of those. Good luck things. finding one open now, though, right? Well, that's it. I think it was one of those things where, like, I mean, it goes back to. You know the, the the ladies would do all the work in the kitchen cooking Christmas dinner, uh, so they gosh. want they'd want the men out the house so the men to go to the pub uh, and get tanked
0: <laughs> Boy, that's I tell you what man, I would love to start that tradition back up,
1: yeah, but so I mean I don't I, obviously I don't do the same thing now because like you say, there's nowhere open, but um we do normally try and you know open we open presents during the day and stuff, but then at about four o'clock. We do try and find somewhere that's open to just go out for a drink, so I'm Mm -hmm. sure we will do that, but there are very, very few places that will be open on Christmas Day, but uh, we can normally find, you know, somewhere to go in and just have a drink or two.
0: There's a couple places in town I know here that are open 365 days a year, just I think for that reason, because there's always, you know, somebody's always alone.
1: Oh, and that's true, and that is that is actually, they, they do do the community of service for that, because, yeah, there are some people who have to spend Christmas alone, so that sucks. Yeah. Um, so how about you? Have you you have a big family, so uh Yeah, Well, assume...
0: yeah, and we do, and most, most, not all the family, but most of the family is within pretty close proximity, so we will, on Christmas Eve, I go over to my in-laws. My wife is one of five. My wife is actually the youngest of five children. Mm-hmm. And one of them's deceased, but there's it's a big it's a pretty big family, so their house is actually crazy, and it's not particularly fun for me as an in law, but they're big drinkers, so I just sort of hide in one of the rooms and just sort of pass the day. the food's always good that's yeah, that's yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, and then Christmas we will do with our immediate family and our kids here in the morning. And then my folks, my folks are just around the corner. My brother and sister are not terribly far away. They all got kids. So we'll have a pretty full house in the afternoon, like around dinner time. And it's always fun. You know, when the kids were little, it was, it was much more fun. Now it's, it's a little different now, but still, we, we still enjoy Christmas morning. My one son's not here, so he won't come over till probably a little later. Um, and then I, I was telling you, I actually have a set of living grandparents. We're going over there. Uh, we're going to go over there for a little bit too next Sunday. So, wow. Um, so yeah, I do. I I got a lot of family close by, and it's it's fun. It's nice. I I. Uh,
1: so are you going to be getting anything music related for Christmas? You think any albums or a, anything on your question. wish list? You
0: know, I bet you, I bet you, I get some. Here's what my kids will get me probably. Um, records and horror movies. Oh, there you go. Maybe a book or two. I you know, I I must admit I keep an Amazon list, so I I try to make it a little easier for them. Yeah partly because they would have no idea what to buy for me and partly because I don't want to get a double of something.
1: Yeah. That's, what that's about good, you? That's a good How's idea.
0: Did your, your, your daughter get you good punk rock stuff?
1: Um, yeah, one of the things on my list this year was I new Henry, <clears throat> excuse me, Henry Rollins has a new book, right? Because a I know he's an avid vinyl, punk rock vinyl collector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 so yeah. I know he has a new book out of his collection and I believe he hand signs the books too. So that, really? was, a, that was on my list. So hopefully, <clears throat> hold on, I'm going to take a drink. Hold on
0: better to get it signed in advance than actually have to go talk to his dumbass at a, like a store or something <laughs> to get it signed. I, I love Rollins for the most part, but he's, he's he's his sanctimoniousness is starting to irritate me, I think.
1: My friend, that's one of the things I wanted us to talk about on one episode is um, you know, Punk rock, and I'm making the I'm making the the rabbit ears here. Stars that you might have met, or musicians that you might have met, who are actually who are either really cool or complete assholes. And, Ooh, that um, could yeah,
0: that sounds like a full hour in itself, huh? Yeah,
1: but Henry is Henry is one I've met, and he would definitely fall into the latter category. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Glad to hear it, but but apparently he didn't offend you so much that you won't still read his book or no? I have I have his books too. I mean, I, not all of them, but I have I have one that I i can't remember what it's called the compact henry Rollins or something it's got a ton of his stuff compiled it's sitting i haven't started it yet but it's sitting there yeah
1: well i mean it's, it's not even so much that it's him but it's just i am interested because there was a small blurb about on facebook uh like a video clip of him showing some of the things in his collection and he does mm. have some incredible stuff in his in his collection Can
0: you imagine being there i mean he was friends with all those dc bands and a lot of this if he's got all first a lot of first pressings, with a lot of that stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like the he's original sitting... Bad Brains like demo yeah. cassette or something. He's know? sitting
0: on a goldmine, or even like the first minor threat, the first pressing of the seven inch, you know, or that, you know, all that stuff.
1: Well, he was friends with a lot of the English bands too. He's got, he's got like the, I don't know if you know the Ruts album cover, but he's got the original painting. That is, oh, so really? Yeah. So yeah, he's got maybe, a lot of interesting even, stuff.
0: Maybe he's even got the the uh, 2016 Black Flag album. What the?
1: Yeah, he might be the only person, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's,
0: he got it free. <laughs> yeah signed yeah that's cool so should we uh so you know there's in recent years there's been a lot of like punk rock christmas music
1: you're you listening to any of it or no um i mean if it's on an album that i that i purchased or something i i will oh, but i, I certainly wouldn't go out looking for
0: christmas it christmas song on an album so you yeah. have to skip it every time
1: yeah
0: <laughs> that irritates me actually i'd rather have released it as a single oh or... a single
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: like CJ Ramon did one last year that was pretty good. Okay. He, he did, he, he covered the kinks.
1: Uh, was it Father Christmas? What's the kinks? Oh, yeah, I know the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah.
0: Where they're like threatening the, the ruffian kids or threatening Santa Claus are going to steal from him.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, the, I, I, and I enjoyed the Bad Religion Christmas album when it came out, and that was a, a Christmas specific album. But it's funny, you know, because when we were kids, they would have never like no punk bands would ever put out a Christmas single or something, unless it was really like uh, raunchy or really uh, defiant or something. But it seems like nowadays they're not afraid to cash in on that little trend. So there is a ton of punk Christmas music out
1: there, actually. Well, so actually, that's kind of interesting. There was actually a spinoff of the Sex Pistols and Thin Lizzy, Um, Steve Jones and Paul Cook. Really, along with Phil Lynott and one of the other guys from Thin Lizzy, yeah, did a thing called the Yobs, and they did a Christmas song. So really, well, yeah, you can look up that. Wow, on, on I never YouTube. heard of that. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, kind, that's of, funny, kind of boy. interesting. That
0: must, have, that must have pissed some people off. Yeah, I
1: think it was "We Wish You a Merry Christmas." I think they did that, and uh, huh. but it was just fun. You know, Phil Lynott was uh, Phil Lynette was in with a lot of the the early punk bands and stuff. Really? Cool cool guy. Yeah, cool cool huh. guy. I
0: used I used to despise Christmas music, honestly, and I couldn't <laughs> listen to it. But I've gotten I've warmed up to it quite a bit lately and I've just kind of decided not to be a curmudgeon about that one thing anymore. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, the, the the point of all this I guess is I I want to play Now this is about 30 years old now, probably at least, but I want to do the the great Ramones Christmas song, uh Merry Christmas, I don't want to fight tonight. So let's let's uh let's play that for folks and then you can Play a Christmas song you want, or you can play whatever you want. I don't care. I don't care. You can play a song about Halloween. All right. But uh let's uh let's play uh yeah, Merry Christmas, I don't want to fight tonight. The Ramones.
1: All right, here we go.
2: Merry Christmas, I don't want to fight tonight with Merry Christmas, I don't want to.
1: there you go tom there was your there was your christmas song Um, it is it's good yeah it's it is a good one it's a very very good one um if i was gonna play a christmas song i would play um (laughs) i would play the one by the darkness the darkness have a very very good christmas song that came out about six or seven years ago uh and it's and it's very tongue-in-cheek and the video was hysterical and it's uh uh, it's uh, But anyway, I'm not going to play that. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're going to spare us, huh?
1: I am. Not, but actually, it's it's worth looking up because it's actually very funny. I think it's called Merry Christmas, Don't Let the Bells End, which supposedly they said it's the only Christmas song that's got the word bell end in it. So uh, there you go. Um, classic
0: English insult, huh? Yeah,
1: classic English humor. But no, just changing that subject <laughs> completely, I'm actually going to play a song by Vice Squad. <laughs> oh, <cool. laughs> and, uh, and this is off their first EP. Uh,
0: female fronted UK 82 band
1: right yeah well actually this this was the first off the first EP that came out in 1980 it's the Last Rockers EP but I'm not going to play Last Rockers I am going to play the uh, delightful song Latex Love so you mm-hmm. couldn't get less Christmassy than that but
2: you his, go. Uh,
1: try, uh, to, yeah.
0: try to get us get us out of this festive mood that I've tried to put us into yeah, thanks a lot
1: good old Becky Bondage um, so yeah here's Latex Love by Vice Squad there you go uh, that wasn't christmasy at all but i uh for now, some reason they, I really they wanted still to play right it. they do um and she is still in the band i think uh, she looks pretty de- I, I mean she looks. i mean don't be wrong oh I'm not, I'm not, where are you I going with this nope. this could be dangerous
0: no 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 i mean she she she's, she looks like she's still held together pretty well yes you're right that's yes. insulting
1: no it's not it's not insulting though because she is she's still she she's she's a lovely young lady
0: she's a she's a you know of our of our old uh punk uh facebook group she's definitely seems like a favorite
1: yeah definitely and, and well because it, they
0: stuck and they kind of stuck to their sound you know they didn't do like the slits or something where they just became something totally different or
1: well thank god um yeah yeah uh but but yeah i mean she she really doesn't look very different than the, than what she did in 1980 so i mean you know that's uh that's uh, that's amazing really great. Right? so i mean i wish we could all i wish we could all say that
0: you look different than you did in 1980 right in
1: 1980 we were still wearing short pants and uh... <laughs> <laughs> that Actually, that's
0: not true. You probably were graduated corduroys by then, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I was like graduated college by then, buddy. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: oh yeah.
1: But anyway, talking about records, what have you? Have you bought anything good recently?
0: You know, I'm still I'm still on my on my obsession, my discogs, you know, seven inch obsession. And the two that I've been listening to a lot lately that I just got are. Um, I, I told you I've been geeking out over the break anger singles which is this detroit band that's they're still semi-active but they had this burst of activity in like a three or four year period and they did six seven inches and in a full length and i have there's two of the seven inches i don't have still and I, so i've been collecting those one by one um and the other one is another band that's been in michigan for quite a few years now out of lansing called city mouse they're originally from riverside california female fronted punk rock trio so that's that's and so, you know, I bought those. Those were, on you know, I wanted them. But then, you know, they do the combined shipping thing. So I threw a bunch of other crap in there. I started with two and ended up with eight, you know.
1: Man, they get you like that, don't they? They They're like, yeah, I'm
0: saving money. I have an issue with Discogs. I know you're an active Discogs, but I, but I think you're more of a one or two at a time kind of thing. I am, yeah. I really am a bundler where I'm like, I got like a notebook full of like things that have multiple things that I want. Just really stick it to them on the shipping, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I So I ordered eight, and I actually got seven. And the one I the one I didn't get was just like a $2 add-on for a little label that I like, a little 7-inch a, a for a little label. I'd never heard the band. And uh, I didn't get it, right? And I sent the guy a message, and I haven't heard back from him yet. So part of me is just like, okay, it's $2. bucks. i am not going to leave a bad review. I'm not going to leave a good review. I'm just going to yeah. let it go.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, what, what do I do there? I don't want to be a jerk, right? Because it's... It, it was is it an add on. I don't even care if he sends it to me, but I wouldn't mind getting my two bucks back in my PayPal so I can spend it on something else, either. So I don't know if you've ever yeah. had that issue.
1: Um, how long how long ago was this? Uh, I think I've had it for about a week. Okay, and you contacted him. What if you? I did a few, a few days ago. Yeah, I yeah. contacted him a while ago. So Adam, well, well, he might be away he's, for he's, Christmas. He's, I know he's, he's out, out of now, Chicago. Right? I know who
0: I know who it is. Uh, he's out of the Chicago area, and I, he runs a little label that I won't mention that I like, and I've ordered a bunch of stuff from him in the past. So I'm sort of. I don't know. I'm probably just gonna let it go. Do you want me to go pay him a visit?
3: Yeah. <laughs> there
0: you go. I mean, if it were like a, if it were one of the two that were the reason I placed the order in the first place, mm-hmm. it'd be a different story, you know. Okay. But since it was just like a two dollar add on, yeah, I'll probably let it go.
1: So those two, ba- those main two bands you mentioned was it Break Anchor and City Mouse? Yes. Are they both still going, or the uh, are they defunct?
0: Break Anchor quit for a while, but they are still going, but they do not play very much anymore. Like I said, they had like a – between like 2012 and 2015, they did pretty much everything, all this, all their records. And they still play occasionally. They were one of those – it's – I think you asked me about this guy earlier. Uh, so Suicide Machines were actually a pretty big band like in the 90s, mm-hmm. like a third-wave ska band from Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I actually remember when they first started out, they were Dr. Jack of and the Suicide Machines – if you remember, da- I'm sure you remember. Oh, Jack yeah, Dorky, I was do. A suicide. So exactly. he, was, he was from the Detroit suburbs, so it was even bigger here than it was in the rest of the country. Um, so yeah, they've been around since like early 90s and they got kind of big and signed to a major label. And then I think they had the typical drugs and other relationship problems and fell apart, but then they started playing again. But anyway, the singer from that band, Jay Navarro. Um, is the one of the singer guitar players from Break Anchor. I love his voice. Love his voice. That and is... I've actually become kind of friendly with the other guy too, whose name is Kyle. Um, and I don't remember who the other guys were in the bandwords, but yeah, Jay also does like a two tone ska thing called Jay Navarro and the Traders.
1: Yeah, and actually they it's funny you mentioned that they name play because they, they while, yeah, well they they just played. Um yeah. Anti Flag played Black, here Friday yeah. and I, and that was, you know, that my my ears parked up when you said that name because I recognize that from the bill. I, I, they don't, were I don't know enough, if you like
0: them or not. They definitely try to do like the more real traditional, like two tone style ska, not oh. the punk ska.
1: Okay, well, well, I still I still enjoy that. I like a lot of old old. It, it, uh, I old
0: think it'd ska. be good for like a half hour like a in the middle beat. of a punk bill. That's like all the bands are too similar.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's really good actually to to break it up.
0: Yeah. Um. And I don't know who else played with Annie Flagg. Um, when they tour next year, they're bringing Bad Cop, Bad Cop, which to me, I'd actually prefer Bad Cop, Bad Cop over Annie Flag. so I'm probably going to go see him next year.
1: <laughs> well,
0: but, um, he, but he also sang for a hardcore punk-slash-metal band called Hellmouth that I really like, too. Oh,
1: boy. Okay.
0: Hell, yeah, Hellmouth. Yeah. Dude, yeah, it's very, yeah, very, very much that. It's probably not for you.
1: No, I don't uh, think that would be for me at all. Um and but, the funny thing is I did actually mean to go to that show on Friday. But being sold out? No, being the old man that I am, I for some reason I thought it was Saturday. So uh, um I was planning to go on Saturday and then Friday night I I saw something about oh yeah, anti flag were great tonight. I am like, What?
0: The problem <laughs> is and I know because you go quite you drive quite a ways to work. I do. And I know once you get home, sometimes the thought of going to the city, I, it just sucks. Yeah. Now, I work in the city that all the shows are in, but I kind of am out in the outskirts. Mm-hmm. But it does – on Friday, there's something exceptionally <laughs> annoying about driving home and then driving back out.
1: Well, and also on Friday, I don't know what it was. I was expecting there to be very little traffic on the roads on Friday because, you know, build up to Christmas and stuff. A lot of people taking off. Yeah. For some reason, driving home on Friday night was a freaking nightmare. I think, I
0: can't remember, was it Friday? I remember one day this week, I was full on road rage, because just like, get out of my way!
1: Yeah, I mean, but, and people were driving like assholes, too. I don't know if yeah. there's people driving that don't normally drive or something, because they're all going Christmas shopping. I don't the know what it was. The closer you, you
0: get was. to Chicago, the worse it gets. I mean, it's just, the driving uh, there is, is brutal. Yeah. It's dog-eat-dog. So, anyway, that's that's what I've been listening to, and I just, you know, I just spun today, and I, and I just listened today... Uh, to Zen Arcade by Husker Du, and I just got to say that's such a great record. And I normally am not a fan of the artsy fartsy, overly long kind of concepty type albums, but man, is that good! Um, it's one I'm, of those records where I put on, I'm like, man, this is so good. This is one of the best albums ever. And then I put on like Fear the Record, I'm like, man, this is so good. This is one of the best records ever, and they're totally different. <laughs> but but they yeah. just it hits you when in, in the right mood, you know? Yeah,
1: um, yeah. Zen Arcade is a that's artsy fartsy, so, right?
0: What do you? What have you been listening to?
1: Um, Well, um, Discogs-wise, let's see. I actually bought something that you actually turned me on to, a band called Suedehead.
0: Oh, which, yeah,
1: yeah, that's um, uh, I should have just gave you my copy, but
0: now that you got your own,
1: no, that's screw cool. You. No, that's cool. No, no, I mean, I want to <laughs> either support – well, I don't know if I'm buying it from Discogs. Am I supporting the band? I'm probably not, right?
0: It's probably somebody like me who got it as a promo and is selling it to you for 15 <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if anyone's interested and then anyone into, like, the later period jam or, um, you know, a bit more solely type mod stuff like that, that's awesome. – that's, yeah. yeah, that's suede. And they do it really, really well. Now um, they're they're not around anymore. They were from
0: Northern California. Had a very short run. That LP is actually their three EPs.
1: Yeah, they have three EPs, and you would never know they were from Northern California. You would swear they're from, oh, yeah they're they from, definitely they're from woke. That they live next door to the Jam or something because they have that sound down pat, and they have. But they go ahead. That was
0: that was their aim. I mean, they have a that the record has pretty extensive liner notes in, if I remember right. I yeah. think, doesn't it? No, actually, yeah.
1: well. I my my copy didn't, but you, but you got a promo. You know what? So you I might have got the promotion. Yeah. I got, probably
0: got all the promotion with yeah. two but. but I tell you what, it
1: is beautifully packaged. It's a beautiful tri-colored vinyl yep. and um, gatefold sleeve, and it's like a very nineteen sixties looking sleeve. And it came yep, with yep. a free seven-inch. It's a uh, very mod looking. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's actually it's a gorgeous piece. And, it is, uh, and the songs are great um you know it's
0: i can't really say it's my style but i told you i listened to it today the seven inch specifically because i was listening to seven inches other than that monstrosity that is zen arcade i was listening to seven inches uh, get a lot of exercise right
1: yeah exactly well,
0: stand up to flip those suckers over every 10 minutes or yeah. five minutes or two minutes um but uh yeah it's it's not something that is really in my wheelhouse but every now and then it kind of scratches an itch for something a little more uh i don't know upbeat or whatever
1: no but even then you can you can recognize even if it's not your kind of music you can recognize when there's really good songs yeah it's well done and it's it, it is it is really really well done so i highly recommend that and um the other thing i got recently um i think i told you before about my um aim you know Buzzcocks completist that i am oh yes yes um, yes i'm after all those later period albums on yep. vinyl because i have them all on cd but um I'm, i am mean aiming to get them on vinyl and some of them are very very difficult to find because they were in the middle of the you know cd is i mean uh yeah yeah, CD the 90s is king. CD. yeah. Yes. and uh and if they did do vinyl at all they would maybe do like a thousand or something so some of those albums are really difficult to get. So I actually, do you did... have all the LPs at this point? Or are you still, no, there's, there's, there's two, there's two that I'm missing. So hmm. of the six later period albums, now I have four of them because I just okay. got a uh, flat pack philosophy on yellow vinyl. And okay. um, I got that from a chap in uh, Ireland, as a matter of fact. So, hmm. and his shipping was fantastic. I got it within like a week, which was amazing. And he, what did cost it, you to ship it from Ireland? Um, it wasn't that bad. It was like it was like fifteen to ship it. I think the album. Hmm. I think the album was uh, it's like forty five or something like For that. A week? Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, at all. no, it was it was really really the, good. And, uh, the and rest
0: it's... of them you're looking at, it's more like triple digits, right?
1: Yeah. Um. All set. Must have been super limited because pretty much the only place you can find that is some a couple of record stores in Japan, and uh, uh, yeah, you're looking at triple digits and then plus shipping. So whoop. I might be holding off on. Uh on that one for a while, and hopefully I well, can find it's, it somewhere it's all else. About,
0: it's all about the thrill of the hunt, and if there's anything I dislike about Discogs, it's, you've kind of lost that aspect of it, you know?
1: Well, no, but on things like this, you don't, because it, it really is a thrill of the hunt, because there's so few of them, you know what I mean? Oh, so even if so, you find
0: it on Discogs, you get a thrill.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the, the other Buzzcocks one I want, which is the self-titled one they did maybe 10 years yep. ago. It's got the black, yep. well, it was like photocopied-looking cover, you know, the one yep. I'm talking about. So that one, you can't find at all for some reason. So, really? So did they
0: never press on vinyl?
1: Well, no, they did, but there's none on Discogs. Um, and... I, I, you know, I,
0: I'm surprised sometimes the stuff that I can't find a single copy of on Discogs that I know several thousand were made. Right.
2: It's, it, way, it's say, weird, if right? If there's
0: one advantage to my situation over yours, it's that you're looking for all these OG presses. I am on a, not, mostly on a 90s binge, and it's all these bands that I listened to in the 90s, and I could have bought every single one of these seven inches for $3. Yeah. At the time, and a lot of them are still in that range. Some of them are six to eight, and a, a lot of splits. I love the split seven inch, always love
1: them. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty. Now you've got a, a
0: ton of singles, but you don't have many of those, do you?
1: No, I don't. And um, just
0: never were into it. No, that's well, pretty or much because it wasn't an eighties thing so much. Right,
1: it's pretty much an American nineties thing, which is yeah. which, which I find is interesting. Um, you know, unless it was a sampler for a record label or something where they might have like one song by four different bands, which I always
0: hated. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a big fan of the sample. You know, in the night, in the you talk to so many kids younger than me, say ten years younger than me, their like entryway to punk might have been like these warp tour compilations or the like uh the fat. Compilations or the Give 'Em a Boots, yeah, give they them know the boot, all those yeah. songs. I got those free too, like everybody else, and I just threw them in a pile. Like, yeah. I mean, if somebody want they can come to my house and have them. I don't, I don't need them. See, anybody that's... likes Flexi records? I have a shit ton of those too. I don't care about.
1: See, that's funny because actually, I have a couple of Flexis that are worth decent money because um, yeah, Joy Division gave one away in like '79 oh, yeah, at record yeah. my stores my... only. So I got a, I got one of those, and I got there's a Jam one that was given away in a free copy of a ma- in a free with a copy of a magazine. And they're are... such garbage. Well, they sound like shit, but. But, you know, just as a collectible, I guess. It's, cause like I said, it. I
0: have, a, I probably have 50 of them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, so, no, so I'm, yeah. That, so that, I'm glad to hear your, you know, there's something to be said about, you know, you, you're trying to get all those Buzzcocks albums, and now you're close.
1: I am close, yeah. So, so
0: now it's like, I mean, the desire to just like sort of get them all and like sort of lay them out on the floor and take a picture of them and share them with your ultra you know, yeah. Buzzcocks.
1: <laughs> yeah. For the other five Because That's because
0: like, because when I get I, I miss I've got two more break anchor singles to get. And I and I just when I get them all, I'm just gonna lay them all out and I'm gonna take a picture of them. And I'm gonna like post it on their Facebook page and say, hey, I finally got them all. And you know what? Like seven people will be impressed. But you know what? It's the seven people whose opinions I care about. There you go. So speaking hey, speaking of the Buzzcocks, and this is totally off script, obviously, but did you see that they're playing like the big pre-punk rock bowling? show is going to be the buzzcocks not only is it going to be the buzzcocks but the openers man i'll see if i can find it but like the bouncing souls are opening for the buzzcocks which i think is should be that way but the truth is i think the bouncing souls are probably as big a draw if not a bigger draw than the buzzcocks are well based on the venues that they play at least around here
1: yeah, that's that's interesting, and and for any number of reasons. But that's funny because I was actually going to ask you how you felt about that, how you felt about the Buzzcocks. Even I don't, feel very, even. I don't he,
0: feel very good about it at all. What, I, the I, I was actually going to ask you, being a you know, you've I'm a big fan of the band, but like I need singles going steady. I'm pretty content to listen to singles going steady. And you were more of a completist. You know the LPs. You know I, I I'm not I know the hits. Right. I don't pretend to, but but I love those songs. I I'm definitely a big fan of the band but man how do you go on without the guy
1: who sang all the best songs um yeah i i mean steve diggle was in it from the beginning right so he's i guess he's allowed to do whatever was he was he always in the band he was yeah he was, always, was he, was he always and in the shelly band. were
0: like the main dudes yeah yeah, after I mean, the other guy left at the very beginning. Yeah, Howard
1: Devoto left at the beginning, but you know, Diggle originally played bass and, in the very, very, very early days, and then switched to guitar, and you know, yeah. So he's been in the band since since the band started. Um sure. So I guess he's got the right to do what he wants. But what I would have liked is to have seen like what the Ruts did, or um, you know, yeah. they after after uh, Malcolm died, they changed the name of the band to Ruts DC. So, I guess I would have liked to have seen him do something like that with Buzzcocks. Did they it do like,
0: that by choice, though, I wonder? Or was that a legal thing?
1: I, I, I hope they did it by choice. I hope that was a respect thing to Malcolm Owen and to their fans. But, mm. um... So you so, think
0: they should be called Buzzcocks BS? Oh, uh, Buzzcocks
1: – not. <laughs> but <laughs> No, I was thinking no, no, but in all seriousness, I was thinking Buzzcocks PS for Pete Shelley, but that could also be PS oh, you like, go. you know, Post, like postscript, yeah. you know. Or something like that. I thought that would be perfect or or Buzzcocks DC or something like that, you know, it's just to give the idea of uh of you know, it's still Buzzcocks, but we're doing all those songs. But you know, you know, we. So have...
0: he's just gonna sing Shelley songs.
1: Yeah, and in fact, they played they played some just gigs can't, this just week. That just can't be that great. They played this. He, his voice is so different. Yeah, they played last week in England, and I've seen some videos of it. You know, and he's always he always puts on a good show. He's full of energy and stuff. But yeah, those songs are not. The same when you know, without Pete, Pete Shelley them. had
0: the He there was something about his voice, and this is not something that I'm normally drawn towards, but he had a certain like androgynousness to his voice that worked really well with the songs that he wrote. I just can't imagine anybody else singing them,
1: yeah, for sure. For sure, I agree. So, um, except
0: so for Sammy Hagar. <laughs> He did a great job replacing David Lee Ross, so maybe he could pull it off, but that's it.
1: So you're going to put Sammy Hagar in the Buzzcocks now? Okay. He
0: sure should. He's like yeah. seven years old. He can play <laughs> there guitar. There you
1: He's go. Right.
0: <laughs> so you, you, they come to Chicago. you going to see
1: him? Um, I probably will just because I've seen him so many times, and I'm a – you know big fan of the band and stuff did,
0: did but, you see them their last tour which was like only a couple of years ago
1: i've yeah i've seen them on pretty much every tour they've done since they reformed yeah. in 89 so i've seen them in you know because they would tour with every release of those albums yeah. you know that they would do an album like every three or four years and uh so i, I went and saw well them their like last tour, i
0: don't even think they were behind an album but i know they played a place in detroit that held like 500 people and i did not go i should have i mean obviously hindsight right
1: yeah you know I, I mean, only
0: ever I only ever saw him one time. I only ever saw him at Riot Fest and you we, we you know, you know how I feel about like yeah. that being funny so, so to you see did, a band.
1: So you didn't really see him then for like, yeah, just, pretty much. For like thirty minutes in the middle of the It day, was right? it was thirty yeah. Hello. But,
0: you know it, the there bummer about Riot Fest is you look at the headliners, you're like, oh, Blink Eighty Blink One Eighty Two gets eighty minutes, Buzzcocks thirty minutes.
1: Right. It's it's insulting. It's a it's like somebody shoot insult. me. Yeah. I, I agree I agree there. But, uh, yeah, if they come through, I'm sh- I'm sure I will go. But it won't be the same. You know, it will not be the same.
0: I mean, they should so, at least add another guitar player because it, those songs all have two guitar parts. So they should add another guitar player who can sing, like, a nice high backing vocal or something, like a good vocalist. I mean, pick, grab an old guy. Grab somebody from Ruts D.C. You know what I mean? Grab somebody yeah. who's – yeah. Probably. Don't make it one of the guys' kids or something, you know? Right, agreed. Yeah. Like every other old British touring band where they literally have one guy left from the band, you know? Right. But I, I mean I'd probably go see him if the if it if you know all things being equal if it worked out. But yeah, they're they're headlining like the kickoff day of punk rock bowling, which is on a Friday. And it's Buzzcocks, Bouncing Souls, Menzingers, who are sort of like if if bouncy souls are Budweiser, Menzingers are Bud Light, right?
1: Right. Oh god. Or maybe yeah. Natty Light. <laughs> I don't. Un- I don't understand the Menzingers. Yeah, love. i, I not do not. Oh my Strike god. Strike
0: anywhere, they're not bad. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Moscow Death Brigade, who I've never heard of. Neighborhood Brats, who I've heard a couple things from. I thought they were pretty decent. <laughs> and DFL, who's actually a cool band. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six
1: bands. That'd what? be a cool show. Oh, DFL is that dead? dead fucking last.
0: Is yeah. That that is? Okay. They're pretty decent. They're more hard coders, but they're good. All right. Um. Man, are the, are the Buzzcocks going to be able to stay up that late to headline that? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it was it start at four o'clock in the afternoon? Holy cow! They Listen, need their beauty sleep. Yeah, I think it well, might be too late.
1: They might still be on English time, so they'll be fine. <laughs> That's true. That'll be fine. That's true. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm going to be able to make Punk Rock Bowling this year. Now all of a sudden, but I, I don't know. We'll see.
1: What uh, you got? Any shows? any shows coming up this year yet
0: as the year you know we got two weeks left in the year i don't not th- even
1: i don't think so i think the last one well so the last one i was g- i was gonna go and see with that anti-flag one but i completely missed that because i'm an idiot um and then i know there's um, mustard plug do their regular christmas show at subterranean but yep. i normally go to see the opening bands like i saw teenage bottle <laughs> rocket opening up um oh, for of those, yeah a couple of oh, years ago cool. at subterranean which was a good show um and, but I, this year, it was none of the open, the bands that I really cared about. So I don't think I'm going to be going to that. So I think that might be it for me for, that might have for been 2019. Last night. Yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah.
0: I'm not, I'm not positive. I, uh, you know, so I, I am, so I'm going to see Mustard Plug next Friday with my pals, the Lippies opening. I can't even remember who the other openers are. I think there's four or five bands. It's on
1: well, a Friday, which is nice. Well, Mustard Plug isn't your kind of thing, is it at all? No, it's really
0: not, but. You know, they're local, and their shows are fun. Mm-hmm. And I usually end up seeing them about twice a year, once or twice a year. Um, But they, they have brought more good bands into Grand Rapids than any other pro- – you know, they're not a promoter. They're a band. But they, seriously, they've, sure. they've been yeah, so yeah. good for our scene. And, you know, like we, we talked about one of our early, earliest episodes, our first couple episodes, I talked about a band called Bong Mountain, who's a local band that I like. But if they weren't local, I probably would have never listened to them. Right. And I think Mustardblood kind of falls into that same category. Like if they weren't local, I probably wouldn't have so much affection for them.
1: Yeah, because you're not a ska guy, so why would? No, you? No, not yeah. at all. I'm not
0: yeah. not first, second, or third wave. All right. I just don't. I'm just not a ska guy. I, it even irritated me with No Effects used to play all those stupid ska songs back in the day. <laughs> but, um, oh, I should you know a little bit of it's okay. A little bit goes a long way. And anyway, yeah, I'm gonna go see them, and that, that'll be a fun show.
1: Now, how big is how big is the venue?
0: Uh, I think a thousand.
1: Oh, oh, okay, big. They'll pack it. They'll yeah. pack it out.
0: Because they, they pl- do, they only play locally twice a year. They do their Christmas show, which is very big, and then they play once a year at the Pyramid Scheme, which is probably my favorite place to see a show in town. But that that holds about four twenty, I think, okay. and I think that will that usually sells out too, but maybe not. Um, that uh, last fall, we went and saw Social Distortion play at. Uh, the our, it's not called House of Blues, but it's sort of our local House of Blues type place. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was great. Social D was actually really good. And then we went over to the Pyramid Scheme, and the doorman had left, and we actually watched like the last half hour of Mustard Plug. That was pretty cool.
1: Isn't it funny, like, like um how how time like plays tricks on you? Like, I was talking to someone about Social D the other day, and I'm like, well, you know, it's just like Mike Ness and Johnny Two Bags and their um you know collection of whoever's playing bass and drums this week. Yeah. And they said well, to me, I oh, no, 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 and no, When they said to me, they said, oh, no, actually the bass player and drummer have been with them for, like, 20 years. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like <laughs> holy shit, okay, I guess I'm sure wrong well, about that one. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Johnny Two Bags is definitely kind of like, he kind of took the place of, like, uh, Dennis Donnell, I Dennis think, Donnell. where it was yeah, kind of yeah, like his, his right-hand man, if yeah. you will. But I, I wonder, you know, you always wonder a band like that, is it like Mike Ness and the other guys are his employees?
1: Um, interesting question, yeah.
0: Because I doubt there's... I mean, is there membership? I mean, you'd be shocked how many bands have they have in a business arrangement where it's like, you know, you're a salaried employee or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: Beat's working at a gas station, right?
1: Oh, sure it does. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, um, I... I... I I I don't know who the bass player and the uh, and the drummer are these days, but apparently they've been with the band for a while. So I guess I there guess I go. should know. But you know what? It's not my fault if they'd release more albums, maybe I would know. But seeing as they haven't released an album, yeah, well, supposedly so was supposedly 2019 and 2018 but, uh, and 2017. Uh, yeah. You know.
0: Well, you know, it's funny. I, I every year I do you know I do my best of list for punk news, my top 20 albums and whatever. And we'll do that too eventually here, probably next next few weeks. Yeah. Um our favorite albums from last year um but uh every year I usually tell what I'm looking forward to next year, and it's funny I don't know of an imminent i don't know of a release in twenty twenty for sure of of a band that I love, yeah and i i mean I'm sure there'll be some albums I like you know the, the these bands now they're not there's there's no money making records, so they just take as long as they take and they just you know get it when they get it so um but uh yeah, so that that's my only show I got left this year. Now, there's
1: some good-looking good things coming up early 2020, really though, is. right?
0: Spring Spring looks amazing, actually. Um, a couple of them that I'm most excited about, um, my dude, Sloppy Seconds, are playing in the small room at Reggie's, and you're actually the one who kind of turned me on to that. Yep. And I've been seeing it ever since, so I'm super excited to go head down to Chicago see that. Hopefully we'll get some good hang time. Um, so- that was on a... That's on a Friday, I think.
1: Yeah, and I think the Subhumans are playing the following week at Subterranean, which is a very small venue. That's probably like three hundred.
0: So Sub yeah, Subhumans don't draw that well, I got to say, but they're so great. Yeah, they only they only play like a forty minute show. That's my my only beef with Subhumans is they just don't play very long.
1: Well, he's like seventy five years old. Give him a break. Give me like?
0: an hour. I, well, you know, last time I saw him in Detroit a few years ago, Break Anchor Open, by the way, Synergy, um, the and Pairs. Yeah. Are my uh, pal Ricky favorite band. Um,
1: are they still going? I haven't heard about them in yeah, ages. Yeah, they are. They're,
0: they're they are. They're supposed to put on a new album this year. I don't I don't know what's going on with them. You know, I think the singer kind of occasionally hangs around this record store in New Orleans. And I went there hoping to find him, but I couldn't find him because I've met Zach a number of times. Like, you know, we're not like pals, but I, he probably would know my face. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I think they are putting out a new album. I don't know exactly what's going on. They, they're they they're kind of in a constant – they're kind of a shit show, I think. Constant state of falling apart. Yeah. But that that's all right. Some of the best bands are like that. I never super got into them. They're nice guys. I don't mind them. They put on a decent show, but they're not really my – Yeah, overrated. Not really my thing. But anyway, my point being, so I took my daughter to this show, actually. Was in Detroit right in – not, not in, like, Cracktown or anything, but, you know, a, a pretty colorful neighborhood in Detroit. And the truth is, Dick Lucas is walking around. He looks like a homeless person. Yeah, he does.
1: <laughs> Poor old and Dick.
0: and he's just sort of, like, walking around. Among, I mean, he's, like, outside the venue, sort of walking around. He looks lost. He's, yeah, yeah anyway. Well, he probably was. <laughs> but, you know, the, the thing is with that, I think I'm actually going to be able to catch one of those. Sh- we're going to go away for spring break. I think I I got a pretty good chance of maybe catching him in St. Louis. Okay. So that's my hope, and I definitely want to, yeah. So just, just like sloppy and subhumans, and in over the course of a week or so in April, makes me makes me very happy. But I got some other other things kind of on the radar too. I I, I feel like the touring cycle for the older punk bands was not really in my favor last year. It just wasn't a ton going on. Well, I, and, I yeah, that's the way it kind of works out, you know. If, but if they put out an album last year, they maybe they'll move around more next year or whatever. So ooh. well, that, I, that bad – Bad Religion, Alkaline Trio tour. I don't know that I'll make one of those shows. Yeah, I've got, but... no, I've got no
1: interest in that whatsoever. No? no Either of them Huh? No, no. No interest.
0: You know, I wonder... You know, Bad Religion on their own plays like Thousand Seeders. They don't play huge places. I wonder, you know, is Alkaline Trio a bigger draw than Bad Religion now?
1: In Chicago, maybe. I don't know. Because um... they
0: haven't... Well, they haven't played... They haven't played, you know? Right. Because uh, the the... Matt's been doing, you know, making the real mo- making the Blink One Eighty Two money,
1: and and it's funny in Chicago the place they're playing isn't even isn't even open yet. Yeah, they're at a place. I mean, which, I looked it up. Yeah. I think
0: it's going to hold thirty eight hundred or something.
1: Yeah, so it's going to be about the size of the Aragon or one of those other bigger venues. So I I don't know what to deal think with that. Bad is.
0: Religion is closing all the shows, I think. Yeah, I would imagine so. But I'm not. It, it's an interesting pairing.
1: I don't. I and you're, you you uh, you're not a Bad Religion guy. I mean, I've got a lot of their albums, but it's, uh, the later ones, especially, I mean, the, the, the all, 90s, early 90s. They all start to sound the same. I mean, I'll be honest. Yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, the last, the last couple have been pretty uninspired, I'll be honest.
0: The the last one, last this this year, I was not really into, but the ones before that, leading up to it, I actually liked quite a bit, but they didn't have the staying power of, like, a No Controller Against the Grain, where I still know all the songs. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I listen to them, oh, I remember that song. I'm familiar with that, but Part of it's probably because I don't listen to them five million times like I did the right, the ones from the late 80s, early 90s. So, um, But I would definitely go see them. My pal Scott, who you've met, who I travel with a lot to see shows, he loves them. And he also likes Alkaline Trio. So that would be one of those oh, ones where perfect for him, though, I would yeah. love to throw him a bone because he comes to see a lot of shit with me that he doesn't care about. Yeah, But I just don't know. Plus, I mean i don't want to go to the the idea of going to an untested venue like if it's local i'm cool with that but the thought of going to chicago spend a ton of money and going to an untested venue i don't know
1: yeah yeah
0: they're playing a great place in detroit if we go we might go to detroit honestly
1: okay and i'd imagine i'd imagine um talking about buzzcocks again if they are playing punk rock bowling i doubt very much if they come into the states just for one show I'd imagine they will be true. They will, but will be they only do West Coast? That's they, the might, with yeah, with that's they might. Yeah, that's true. They I mean, might just do West Coast. Yeah. I've seen
0: them start on one coast and go. You know, but those big tours like that are kind of like they're they're kind of a dinosaur now. Those big tours, yeah. six week tours. You know, you just don't seem like you used to. Right. I just it must be money thing, right?
1: Um. I yeah. I would imagine It'll
0: just so. not be enough money in it or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. But not- yeah. Th- the Subhumans, the, yeah, I've seen Subhumans a couple times, but, yeah, I definitely definitely want to try to catch them again.
1: Yeah. I conf- Like I said,
0: Sloppy, and you've never seen Sloppy, so I'm excited to uh, have you come see them with us.
1: No, I'm looking forward to that as well because it's in the sm- that, it's now a small side of That show
0: is one plus, so it's only going to be the Chaps, I think.
1: Yeah, it'll only be the Chaps, and it's on the small side of Reggie's, so that'll be kind of interesting on that tiny you stage. Have, you might have to, have to
0: crash on our, the floor of our yeah, horrible Chinatown hotel room.
1: Yeah, the Chinatown flop house. yeah.
0: We'll flip a coin. Loser has to share our
1: tiny China Chinatown bed. I tell you what, man, that's a great name for a band, Chinatown Flophouse, right there. Anyone out there, if you want to use that, you can. That's a good one.
0: You know, you you were talking last week about staying at the place where uh, Johnny Thunders died. Yeah, that's where she died, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Um, we're well, talking about last week. Do you want to talk about um the the stuff we had each other oh, listen? Yeah, to? yeah,
0: yeah. You know, it's funny because yeah, we haven't we haven't had any uh private chats about this stuff yet. No. I'm so it a... should be fresh. You want to go first, or we go first?
1: I want you to go first because I don't want you to get upset. So you go first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
0: I yeah, I... it's been you know the pa- here's the the pattern seems to be you don't like anything and that... I like most of the stuff but don't love it. That's that, the, that seems to be the pattern. I think the pattern is going to be mostly intact this week. Although that Gun Club record, so I was listening to the Gun Club.
1: Fire of Love. Word. Yeah, Fire of Love. Fire first, of Love. First album. And
0: I must say, it grew on me every time I listened to it. um, And I still don't love it. What it reminds me of is, I mean, kind of that crampsy kind of sound, but, like, mixed with, like, Richard Hell. It's got a certain, like, artsy, fartsiness to it, but yeah. a, also a strong roots.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I would, sound. I would agree with that. I mean, but, I mean... Or like
0: talking heads, like a little more aggressive talking heads or something. I don't, I don't know. It kind of. I mean, anyway, nineteen eighty,
1: 1980, nineteen eighty-one. I mean, very. I mean, most stuff coming out of L.A. was straight-ahead punk rock. So for them to go to that bluesy kind of swampy, well, swampy kind of feel was very, very unusual well, you, for the time. You,
0: we were just talking last week or two weeks ago about that about the John Doe book under the Big Black Sun. Yeah, the reaction of the artsier punk rockers when the violent kind of hardcore kids from the beaches and suburbs came in was to go back to more of that root sound. And this is perfectly in that wheelhouse, right?
1: Yeah, it's very this it's is very roots, bluesy. Rock and roll music. Yep. Yeah. And
0: it's got some of it it's got that swampy almost like Delta Bluesy kind of thing where it's got like a you they'll do a line of vocal and then the, the the guitar will answer with a line of guitar.
1: Right.
0: And, and some uh, slide. Some slide guitar. Yeah, too. And, and, yeah and you know, I did not dislike it, but I didn't love it. But there are two songs in a row that I love. And that was the 4th and 5th track and I'm looking at the whole list. I don't know how the album divides up. But um she's like heroin to me.
1: Fantastic song, yes. It
0: was like was like a great punk song. And then there's a the longest no, not the longest song though, but one of the longest songs of the album is one of my other favorites, the one that right right after that's called for the love of Ivy. And of course we know what that's about. No, that's about poison ivy, right? It is, yeah. It is. And that is a ripper of a song and that was actually uh, Boy, that's a really long song, but I still think that would be my pick to play. So if we're going to play a song from the Gun Club's Fire of Love album, why don't we do – this is a very long song, five and a half minutes long, but let's do For the Love of Ivy.
1: Okay, great pick.
3: graveyard of my own I you everyone who ever done me wrong I'm gonna buy me a gun just as long as my arm I kill everyone who ever done me harm ¡Colera! all
1: right everybody hope you enjoyed that that was for the love of ivy by the gun club from a love the... letter to poison ivy from yeah. the cramps yeah now, wait, were the cramps english where were no. the cramps from no no they're from uh New York. The east coast yeah yes okay. sir yep they had that boy
0: talk about a band that had like some mystery right yeah, yeah. You can't have anymore with with
1: uh... No, I got a I got a funny story about the Cramps. Um so there's me, fresh-faced 16-year-old, um mm-hmm. summer of 79, I was going to see the Police. The Police. It mm. was just after their first album had come out. So it was okay. it was before they'd made it huge. They I think they just yep. had one big hit single at that point and they were still playing they were supposed to play Eric's Club, which was this punk club club in Liverpool because they still had kind of a punk vibe to them as well, right? um and but because they just had one hit on top of the pops I think Roxana just broke into the charts ah. or something so um they got it got moved from Eric's to the local theater the Liverpool Empire so me and my buddy Bugsy we went over to Liverpool to see him and um funnily enough cuz they in the states they run IRS records and I guess the cramps were too because the cramps were warming up for them and I don't think I've ever seen a stranger mix of bands on a bill or a mix (laughs) of bands that the people going to see it were not expecting because we're talking about um, teenage girls going to scream at Sting yeah, well, all you know or youngsters like me who were just into something a bit you know a bit of different like sure. a, a bit of reggae i mean they in were, they were, band, yeah, they, yeah. were they were good for a radio yeah. band basically they were one of those bands where they're good for radio yeah so so we get into the theater and then suddenly on come the cramps with this bare bones rockabilly thing and lux interior takes his pants off and it was just insane people did not know what to make of that at all so
0: and so was that imp- did that impress a young neil
1: um i had or got, did you not like them? I didn't know what the hell I was saying, I'll be honest. I'd got no idea what the hell it was or what it was supposed to be. So, but I was impressed and after I got home, I did go and buy their their first EP. So, <laughs> that was a very interesting, very interesting show. Um interesting huh. pairing of bands, but uh so-
0: so, the, okay, the the gun club,
1: how long how long were they around for? They're not around anymore. Oh, no, Jeffrey Lee Pierce died about 15 years oh, ago. Oh. Yeah, he drank, okay. he drank him. He was exactly the way he sounds. He was, oh, he livered uh, himself. Yeah. He drank I, his liver black. Very, very interesting guy. So, he in the early L.A. scene, he was actually in charge of the Blondie fan club. Then he was friends with Jeffrey Lee Pierce. He wrote for Slash Magazine. Um, and then he formed the gun club. And they would go through they would go through band, he was supposedly kind of an asshole as you know mm. a lot of people who, who who knew him you know would would say that but uh he went through band members like confetti right so um that original <laughs> lineup that r- recorded that album only were with him for like another year after that so but they yeah. recorded albums all the way through the late 80s and I think into the early 90s with different versions of the band so kind of a different sound it got slower and kind of bluesy wow. as, yeah, as it the went along.
0: members list. Holy cow. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of people. A lot of famous people, actually, Kid were, in, Congo. were in that band. Yeah, Kid Congo and Patricia Morrison played bass, who I believe she married, uh, Dave Vanian. Uh, she married mm. somebody famous, anyway, I know that. Um, mm. But yeah, I actually had the good fortune of seeing them in, like, 85, and I would like to say they were great, but they were not. They were terrible. Mm. Um, he was drunk out of his mind and just fucked up all the songs, so... But, and you um, weren't
0: drunk enough to appreciate it. No.
1: I mean one of a kind for sure, but uh yeah. <laughs> rest in peace, Jeffrey Lee, for sure. But uh anyway, so that was the that was the gun club, yeah. Long, interesting, interesting story. <laughs> An artist. So, uh,
0: so what about uh so I you you did not apparently
1: Enjoy Lenny Lashley. So what I have to ask you, Tom, have I offended you somehow? Did I upset you somehow you, oh, that you made, I, you made you me listen like to this. this? I, 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 oh boy. Live like lions. You can't get into it. I absolutely hated it. I, wow. That, that metal band that you made me listen to on like the third episode, I think. I actually, <laughs> I actually appreciated that far more Just than Just regardless. This. Yeah. I, really? abs- I absolutely hated this from the first lesson. It was like sure. It was like nails on a blackboard to me.
3: Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, I and tell you the truth, I'm actually surprised that you like it because to me, it I sounded, think the songs are great. It, it, to me, it sounds like every uh, like sub replacement band from the mid '80s.
0: You know, maybe who, it's because I really don't listen to much music like that, and it and it comes from like a punk label and a punk. I don't. I don't know.
1: No, I just. I just thought it was. It was the worst of country and the worst of that like eighties. Eighties. Like songs
0: are so sincere and.
1: Oh oh, wow. Okay. So, I thought they were the opposite of sincere. Sincere. To me, me it just sounded like. I guess we're gonna
0: have to, you know, go to the audience for their opinion. Yeah. I mean, mean,
1: do you have
0: a song that you could stand to play?
1: Actually. No, I'll I'll be honest. I'll be honest. This was Do you want the me to pick it? This was the only one that I've ever that I've ever deleted from my library um because I did oh. I didn't want one of the songs to come up again.
0: Even like Double Minor or anything. You didn't like any of them, huh?
1: Well, and the fact that he had a song about a freaking MLS team.
0: Yeah, that that that, that was the it, only song I really didn't like.
1: It, it it just it was every song was worse than the last it sounded wow. it sounded so insincere and just middle class whining and politicizing oh, I'm, telling you
0: right now, I, I'm telling you right now listeners out there in radio land or podcast land or wherever you are out in the ether the lenny lashley record is great
1: you uh-huh. must check it out uh huh well i yeah we'll see <laughs> we'll, we'll see hey, we'll see what people think but that's hey, fair yeah, enough
0: hey you listen maybe they you know I, well I, I was kind of surprised when you said you didn't like uh know who frank turner was um, or didn't listen to him
1: no because no.
0: he's an you know, he's famously an Englishman. You know, he's very, very, very English, and we, we but don't, he does we, that. We don't all, of,
1: know, we don't all know each other, mate. You know,
0: you do, you do. <laughs> just stop. He's from your island.
1: Yeah, he's from my island.
0: Well, and, and but I'm, I was kind of surprised you weren't more at least familiar with him. I, I actually saw him at Riff quite a few years ago, and I've seen him headline a few times since then. And he seems his show seems to be going steadily downhill, in my opinion, because he's gotten more like mainstream rock or whatever, but. uh, Man, him too. He re- he, you know, I guess at the end of the day, I, these songs—I thought the songs were great. They connected with me. Yes,
1: yeah,
2: and they
0: it. and they didn't do the same for you. So you know, it, it is what it is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not offended. It'll be fine.
1: No, no, it, it it's fine. But to me, it was just like the worst of country and the worst of like some of the alt-country <laughs> radio bands of like the 1980s. So, baby, you combined. like, like the, you like the Mike Ness solo albums, right? I do because it sounds like he. It sounds authentic when he does it. This did not sound authentic to me at all. This the just, guy who
0: talks about getting beat up for being a punk walking down the streets in southern california his country is more authentic to you than the guy from philadelphia who plays in punk bands
1: hey we all we all know mike ness lived on the streets i mean we know that right so yeah i guess cuz he never yeah. shuts the hell up he's about gonna it die. <laughs> 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 kids of the black hole baby
0: yeah exactly yeah. all right well that was a miss
1: can well, we play a song anyway or did you did you not even save the files my friend you pick one cuz i could not i could not pick one
0: Okay, this might be the most sincere of the bunch. So you the, the listen, this
1: will be Oh <laughs> insincere of the bunch. Let us let us know what you think. So let's do let's do
0: Live Like Lions. Okay. Live
1: so like Lions. So this is Lenny
0: Lashley's Gang of One. Uh the album is called All Are Welcome. It's you know it's vaguely political it's good it, it I, I i love the album neil hates it it's uh so let's play yeah live like lions lenny lashley and gang of one
1: some nice alliteration by there by the way Lenny, yeah. lenny little, Lashley, little, little. live like lions yeah there you go oh, there you go okay listen to it everybody here you go
3: We are right here where we should be Paying reverence to our gods and our beliefs And if we set the world on fire If it all goes up in smoke I still miss you like I miss you You're gonna stand up and be counted. Then let's go. We can choose to live like lions, or conveniently forget. We can stand our ground and fight, and win it all. Come on now, children. Kill a poverty and hate and death and war, We might not be proud like lions and we may have some regrets But we're killers, we're born
0: Well, there you go. That was Neil's least favorite release yeah. of 2019.
1: Uh, it's funny, yeah, because you've what? It, so we're on an eighth show, so we've recommended what seven things to each other now. Yes, and, and, and I haven't disliked. Come on, I haven't disliked all of your stuff. I yeah. loved. I loved. State, no, it was. I, I loved. No, we uh,
0: both, what do we both like? We both like like the 80s <laughs> hardcore bands.
1: What? Oh
0: no, no, that's no, that's what we've both liked though. Because like, I had you listen to Violent Apathy. You loved it. You had me listen to that. Uh, that.
1: Code of Honor,
0: yeah. Code of Honor, loved it. You know, that was yep. like the stuff that, that seems to be our mutual, the one, our sort of space where our tastes come together.
1: Yeah, know? I mean, you you like the adverts. All those black and
0: white, those black and white zeroed uh, Xerox albums covered yeah. stuff. that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, I did like the adverts, as a matter of fact. Yeah. But I was shocked that you loved it as much as you did. I liked the record a lot, but I wouldn't put it on the same level as, like, you know, you were putting it on the same level with, like, Nevermind the Bollocks or something. Oh, for I, sure. I definitely, Yeah, definitely,
1: definitely. It's top ten. not. Oh but, no! But it was cool. Yeah, no, it's it was a, cool. Yeah,
0: it's but, a- you know, and, and you know everything, even that 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 uh, that two army I listened to last week, I didn't dislike it. I'm, I'm probably not going to go out and buy buy all the albums, but I you know I I'd like the album for the most part. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, maybe
0: you maybe you really are grouchier than I am. I I guess I have a decade to get there.
1: No, this or, this just touched lots of things for me that I just do not like. So it was unfortunately it was like the culmination or, or the um. Yeah. What's the what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. But uh, all these different things that I don't like all came together in this album. His voice I didn't like. I didn't like, okay. I'm not going to keep going on about it. But I'm just saying that.
0: Huh. Uh, I guess it touched me differently.
1: I hmm, did he touch it you Tom? Me more
0: gently and at, <laughs> at a speed that's comfortable. With. <laughs> uh, <sighs> oh well.
1: Wow. Yeah, he touched your soul. That's lovely. I
0: guess so. Well, yeah. We better wrap this sucker up. What are we uh, What are we listening to next week? Okay. Uh, yeah, now, if, what, if, what have if, you if got for have, me next we week, Tom? A, if we have a guest on... <laughs> which we're going to do soon i know i've been threatening that mm-hmm. but we will have we'll have guests on. mean maybe, maybe even next week who knows we're gonna surprise you then maybe we will skip you know push this segment back for a week or whatever but what do you uh what are you feeling tell me what you want me to listen to and i will scramble to do the same
1: i am gonna have you um listen to an album from i think it's like 92 oh, boy i should look this up shouldn't i um it's a band called these animal men
2: Oh, never heard which of which
1: you probably never heard of right now. Um, and tell the,
0: me about it, give me a little bit.
1: Okay, so we're talking, um, well, let me let me look exactly when we're talking about here Nin, 94. So it was kind of, um, yeah, what
0: the, a sucky year for in general in the
1: middle of Britpop. So, right, like yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, we had like Oasis and we had Blur and all the obvious stuff, but also in the middle of all that stuff from England, there was something called the new wave of new wave. Oh, which geez. which was i mean i mean and obviously that that's that's done by the music press right because the english music press sure. loves to label stuff but anyway there was a couple of like young garagey punky type bands um the most obvious of which were these animal men who i'm going to have you listen to and then a band called okay. Sm- and then a band called smash s m a s h which heard of them either. you've never heard of them either okay um so they were both much harder edged um almost like a who kind of energy or an early jam or certainly an early punk rock kind of energy to them. So um, <laughs> I'm going to have you listen to the, these animal men, their first album. They actually only had two, but um, it's called welcome to the high society. And there's actually two versions of it. Cause
0: I actually, I told you last week I was going to write it down, but I didn't have a pen. And then I had to text you later in the week and say, hey, what am
1: I listening to again? So So I'm
0: actually writing it down. Those animal men. These these animal men. These
1: animal men. Come on, join the high society. And it's the version that has like a, a lady in a white dress eating fish and chips on the cover. Um, not <laughs> nice. the not the shitty American version, which I don't know uh, why American labels do this. They take off some of the best tracks and put in some like B sides and shit whatever. and mix yeah. it up. So if it's got a guy with boxing gloves with American flags on, it's not that one. It's uh, we want the other version,
0: the one with the woman.
1: Yeah, eating fish and chips on the front. Yep.
0: Wow, so from, many notes I'm making here
1: from '94. Okay. Yep.
0: All right, so I'm gonna. So what are you
1: going to have me listen to? Okay, this time, I'm going to you know
0: so early. You know, last week the, one of my hits with you was the new Freeze album. Yes,
1: see, I love but that. It turn, see?
0: But it turns out the Freeze weren't the only legendary Boston band to put out a new album last year or this year earlier. Okay, this one is a little harder to find. It's it was on a British label called Boss Tunage, and I think they were actually like selling their own CDs here in America on uh, like. CD Baby? Remember C D Baby?
1: <laughs> I do remember C D Baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I used to order stuff from them once in a while. But anyway, uh it, it, it they were much more political. The Bang Proletariat put oh, out a okay. new album this year okay, called I've
1: Move. Okay.
0: And uh it's really good. Okay. I haven't listened to it nearly as many times as I did the freeze album because I haven't I have not secured a physical copy of it yet. Okay. Which I always used to kind of crow about, like when I do my year-end best-of list, which this did make the list, that I bought a physical copy of every single one of them.
1: Yeah,
0: and how none of the other punk news kids could probably say that. Probably most of them don't buy hardly anything. Which, whatever. I mean, I, I hate to be that guy, but I am that guy. So, um, anyway, yeah, check out Proletariat Move. It's it's uh, you know they were definitely a punk band and definitely settled in with that kind of Boston hardcore scene, but they. But they had a lot of Gang of Four kind of kind of thing going oh, on. Oh,
1: nice, nice. I'll look forward to this. honestly,
0: I'm sure that I wouldn't necessarily get on with these guys super well, but they're passionate about it, and I think they're really good, and I think a lot of their points are really valid. So
1: yeah, so so, this is, movie. so, just just looking at the discography here, this is interesting. So they had their first album in 83. Yep. And, and they
0: now, put anything out for 30 years.
1: Yeah, and so, so they had something else in 86, and then nothing till. So this one,
0: and and they just got back together a couple of years ago, but I guess they'd always remained friends, and they had done other projects together and stuff. I think they'd even done another project with the same three main guys.
1: Huh, interesting.
0: But then they decided to put out a new album, and you know, I, I don't know if it's uh, inspired by the current political climate or or what it was. And it's highly political, definitely. And that that you know, I can get a little turned off by that sometimes. It seems like it's a lot of times the. Whether I feel like the band's being real sanctimonious with me or not. And I don't necessarily get that from these guys, even though they're clearly, you know, they're probably Maoists or whatever. But. Anyway, check it out, man. I think you'll dig it.
1: Okay, proletariat move. I will listen to that and give... it. And, now... if,
0: you, and if, if you don't like this, I'll make you listen to <laughs> Toxic Holocaust next week. Uh, okay. Well,
2: the
1: one, you know what? <laughs> all I'll say is the one thing you can always depend on me is I'm going to give you an honest response and I'm not going to sugarcoat something.
0: Well, you're making so. me feel really wishy-washy because I, are these bands you give me most of them I like them. You know, I like them. Yeah. I, I mean... Uh, a few of them I want to get their records. Most of them I, I just like. I, I I don't know. Like I said, maybe I I just need that the next decade to get as grumpy as you are.
1: Well, no, but I've given you some different things, right? I've given you That's... some some synthesizer type stuff, some like early seventies. Well, and like...
0: once the year's over, I suspect that because I'm still kind of working on like this list of stuff from 2019, but it's always really slow for new releases come the beginning of the new year. So I wouldn't be surprised if I start going back to some favorites rather than new stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm not much of a preparer, so like at the last minute, I'm like oh crap, what am I gonna have you listen to? It? Yeah, all right. So I I don't have a master plan, that's for sure.
1: Okay, so for next next time, we got proletariat move, and you've got these animal men. Come on, join yep. the high society. I did write it down. Now yeah. I have to,
0: I wrote it down, and I even wrote what the cover looks like. So now all I have to do is lose the
1: notebook I wrote it in yeah and, and be careful with this one don't give them don't give them too shit of, your, shit of your ever review if you don't like it because we might have one of them on for an interview so there you go <laughs> So be nice well
0: you know it's funny I, 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 you know and, and this'll we'll, we'll, we'll close with this because I know we're going long as usual I, I when we first started doing this I'm like we got to keep it to an hour we got to keep it to an hour that was me, me saying that and thinking that well, we don't really have anything to talk about anyway it'd probably be hard to go for an hour and that we're like creeping towards Every episode creeps a little longer. All of a sudden, we're creeping toward ninety minutes. All of a sudden, you need three days drive to work to listen to an episode. Uh, But uh, you know, the the thing with me, I've been doing this punk journalism thing so long now, and I use the term really loosely. I mean, I make no money. I have a job. It's just something I do for fun. You know, that you get to know lots of people, and then you are slower to. Be vicious because everybody's a friend of a friend when you you you, the punk community is still very very small I went to a like a camping festival in southern Ohio, which is horrible. Camping is the worst But uh, was
1: that that anarchy thing? Yeah,
0: yeah, was a theater, oh, yeah I was Oh god. think you get yeah. suspend five of your 10 civil rights to get in the place. But anyway, <laughs> it's worse than flying. But anyway, you you meet people and then you and everybody you're only it's like was that game 7 degrees of separation from yeah, Kevin yeah. Bacon yeah. ever and it's punk rocks the same way. You meet somebody, you know, it's like two or three steps you're you know somebody you know yeah so yeah so and and a few years ago i used to do more negative reviews but a few years ago i had to you know i'm like i want to be an ambassador of this music i really want to be a a supporter of this music so if there's something i don't like i just tend to avoid it
1: Agreed, but
2: rather than
0: rather than being negative, unless I think somebody's a real dick or whatever, or you know, listen, I would have no problem, you know, giving a Blink One Eighty Two album or something a bad review or the new Green Day album because they don't they don't need the money, they don't, you know, what it's a blip on their radar.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I
0: I suppose some little local band where I can actually, you know, sell ten copies of their record for them, which is you know a big deal.
1: I know what you mean, but when every album you know that you see reviewed on on our favorite site gets gets eight out of ten then how do you base things then yeah like what, what are you basing things on if everything is eight or nine out of ten
0: this is a whole nother honestly this is a, a whole nother discussion that we'll get into one right. time because i would i would actually love to get into this yeah. so okay and, and and why the scores keep why my scores have crept up to keep up yeah but anyway um we'll do that a different day i think we should uh, probably call it a night Sounds good. So my let's friend. let's uh let's remind people that we have the Punk Till I Die Face Podcast, Punk Till I Die Podcast Facebook page. Yep. So you can find us on there. Yep. That's probably your most immediate way to get death threats to us at this point. And then we <laughs> yeah. have the sorry, Letty Leslie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> don't yeah. take it. Don't take it personally. It's just my opinion, exactly.
0: mate. I'll punch you right in your nose. <laughs> um, he's a working class, you know, guy from Boston or whatever. And, uh, then we will, uh, and, and also the, uh, punk till I die 77 at yes, And, sir. uh, we will talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening. And See you.
1: Go well.